Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. I'm Chris Forwardell, joined by Greg Crone. Episode number two this week. I'm excited to be back. Gregory, how's it going? Uh, not too bad, Chris. We are rocking and rolling here in, in the playoffs. And Please, dear God, let the NFL season happen. Sorry, the playoffs? It's uh, What are we talking, NBA? Are we talking NHL? What are we talking? Yeah, NBA, NHL. I forgot baseball existed, so we're just going to move right along to the NFL season. So. Judging from our previous conversation, I know for a fact you have not forgotten baseball existed. You just wish you forgot baseball existed. That's very accurate, actually. <laughs> I, I, I do wish that baseball was just you would get over it. Uh, the Mets had a positive test today. Let's get out. Yeah. I thought it would be fun for us to look at some, uh, some NFL futures props and uh, just you know see how wrong we can be at the end of the day. Do you happen to have the, uh, the season props up? Over at Bavada Sportsbook in front of you. I do. All right, good. So I don't have to. I can ask you questions and not have to read off every single number, and which is <laughs> genuinely wonderful. Let's start. Let's start at the top. Let's talk 2020, 2021 regular season MVP. Bavada, as you would imagine, is a big fan of Patrick Mahomes. Pretty good player. Uh, behind him, Lamar Jackson at 750. Russell Wilson 850. Where's your money going? And uh, past that, who is somebody later on that you like as a, a good gamble? I mean, I'd have to think that the the most value there is Russell Wilson. Eight fifty for for him mm-hmm. just feels like it's it's begging you to take it. Um, the guy, I mean, ask ask NFL Network. He's the number two player in the league, or some some made up thing. I think he was three, um, wasn't he? Close enough. Um, yeah, wasn't it Lamar, him, then Aaron Donald, and Pat Mahomes? Yeah, yeah, bizarre. Well, so Russell Williams there, Russell Williams, uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson there is fine. Jeez, um, I also I don't hate I, if you're talking about moving down a little bit further. That's a Sean Watson at plus twenty two hundred. Yeah, sort of screaming my name, and and honestly, Kyler at plus fourteen hundred. That is great value. I have been talking about Kyler Will. Now I'm doing it. <laughs> I have been talking about Kyler Murray. Something about the Russell Wilson name just screws us up. Uh, I've been talking about Kyler Murray as my sleeper MVP pick for, I don't know, maybe five months now. I don't see how you couldn't be. I mean, they, they all they did was add talent on the offensive side of the ball. Um, they still have Edmonds. They still have Kenyon Drake. Like, they are mm-hmm. ready to go. Uh, from an offensive standpoint, and listen, man, you don't have to win the the the, the, the NFC or AFC to 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 win the MVP. You just got to be the best quarterback, you know, uh, stats wise, and that he certainly has the weapons to do it. Now, got to be protected up front. We'll see how that goes, but I think Kyler has a pretty good shot there. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, he gets the benefit of adding new Hopkins, whereas your guy Deshaun Watson, who is interesting at plus twenty two hundred loses one of the best wide receivers in all of football. 
Chris, we're not worried about that. We added a oh. uh, we we added a very versatile running back uh, yeah. who can catch the ball out of the backfield and certainly hasn't missed. I don't know. 28 of the last 32 NFL games in the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, 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 we're getting there. I trust Bill O'Brien. I trust that he's doing the right thing. Um, he had that one or two weird seasons at Penn State. So I have to just buy in to everything Bill o- O'Brien's doing and not think he's a complete lunatic and terrible GM. Well, he definitely, he, technically, I don't think he's a GM. The, Houston doesn't really have a GM. They have a bunch hmm. of people who operate in that position. And it shows from every move they make. But, uh, yeah, this is, a, this is an interesting list. I like how they have to qualify that the Josh Allen, who is on this list at plus 2,200 tied with Deshaun Watson, is the quarterback, not the <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguar defender. So I'm, I'm a fair. huge fan of Jared Stidham somehow still being on this list at plus 7,700. Well, I'm I'm looking. Oh yeah, Cam's up there. Cam's at plus on there. 15. He's way up there. <laughs> so, you, so that's that's handcuffing your MVP selection. <laughs> you, you want to talk about being able to really just in case yourself? That is that's the way to go. If uh, if I were to force you to take somebody who is let's say plus seventy five hundred or higher, who are you taking? Aaron Donald. You, really? Not even a question. You're not. Uh, see, for me, there's two guys that jump out. I'm going to go Joe Burrow has an incredible rookie season or Jameis Winston gets to play in New Orleans and puts up huge numbers. The Burrow thing definitely crossed my mind. And the reason it crossed my mind is because he's a phenomenal quarterback. Yeah. And then immediately I remembered the video I saw of him at practice yesterday running away from several offensive line, defensive linemen chasing him immediately after the ball was snapped. Uh, and then also seeing today that A.J. Green wasn't participating mm-hmm. in practice. Uh, not great uh, in the, the Joe Burrow Cincinnati Bengals camp. Yeah, they're not helping him with that offensive line or you know the fact that A.J. Green is not an ageless wonder, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Stafford's interesting, too, because Stafford puts up huge numbers, but... You know, and and for forty four hundred plus forty four at Bavada, I I like that, but it's a matter of staying healthy. You know, if if I'm Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins, I uh-huh. I I feel disrespected. Why? I feel disrespected. Ryan Tannehill threw for like seventy seven yards a game in the playoffs. Jared Stidham threw for zero yards all of last year, and they have the same MVP odds. That's true. That is that is embarrassing. Kirk Cousins won a playoff game, and he has the same MVP odds as Jared Stidham. This is terrible. Well, I, I like that the one who is reflected as not actually being good, because I stand by this with all of my heart, is Gardner Minshew at plus 10,000. He's just a backup quarterback who had like five good games. Chris, He's not good. He has a mustache. What don't oh. you understand? Damn, you're right. I'm gonna. I take back everything I said, and I am putting my life savings on Gardner Minshew plus ten thousand at Pavada. Well, it's it's the it's the, it's the the Twitter bump. People, you know, people fall in love with weird random clips. He, he tweets out some dumb stuff. There's Instagram dumb stuff. He he gets popular that way, and, and people fall for him being good. He's obviously not that great. We saw how the season ended for them, and it wasn't it wasn't spectacular. Of all of the people who are plus 2,000 or less, who is the worst bet in your mind? Uh, I think Lamar's the toughest bet there. And and I only say that because 
going back to back as MVP. Like he's going to have to outdo last year for voters yeah. to take it seriously. And it's nothing on Lamar. Like I think he's going to have another phenomenal year. But if he doesn't do better than last year, voters are going to consider that as a down year, which is dumb. It's actually the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But that's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, you're competing against the legend to yourself when you win MVP. But the other thing is, you know, he can't count on Patrick Mahomes being hurt for a bunch of games again this year. Right. That's also a very, a very big thing that plays into it. Uh, what do you think about Tommy B as the fourth best odds? So I went back and with the last question, I went back and forth between the between Brady and Lamar. The only reason I wouldn't say Brady's the worst bet in that one is the fact that he is surrounded by an insane amount of talent, and there's not as much pressure on Brady there. There's a lot of people that are in the Brady's done camp anyway. Yeah. So if he has like a surprisingly good year uh, or just a regular Tom Brady year, and they go, you know. 13 and three they're the number one seed or number two seed in the in the um nfc it, that guy's gonna get serious mvp consideration because look what he did he got away from belichick and proved that he's the greatest of all time you know mm-hmm. that kind of conversation that'll happen uh then they'll win the super bowl then it'll retire and we won't have to hear about him anymore well, for me, if if you said I had to put money on everybody but one person, that one person in that list who I'm avoiding is Cam Newton. Too much of an unknown. There are no weapons other than Edelman in New England. You know, they're they're not going to use the running backs the same way. Edelman is like he he does not seem to line up with his his skill set with what Cam does well, and the fact that Newton is more likely to win MVP in but judging on this list than Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees is crazy. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they scheme for him. Um, yeah. You know, the, Nikhil Harry, maybe oh, Muhammad Sanu. This feels like a, let's win some, mo- let's take some money from suckers bet. Yeah. I mean, it very well could be. I don't know. It's I, I was surprised when I saw Cam that high on there, but I legit thought you were going to say Dak. I thought you were going to going to say you wouldn't put money on Dak. Why? Did, he's going to throw I, for like nine thousand yards. Well, of course he's got two number. He's, he's got two number one wide receivers. That's what Mike McCarthy said. Mike McCarthy said that uh, Michael Gallup is is an NFL number one wide receiver. Uh, also, CD Lamb is there. I like first of all. First of all, I'm not sure that Michael Gallup isn't like a good he's probably not a one but a 1a i'm a big gallup fan which i don't Ugh. love love to say as a philadelphia eagle fan but cd lamb was so far and away the most talented receiver in this draft in my mind it's crazy that he fell to that point that stupid grin on jerry jones's face and mccarthy's face when they took him during the draft told you everything you need to know he is you know, maybe not going to be the easiest person to deal with during his career. There's some, some diva tendencies, but he is so, so, so good at playing football. And that terrifies me because with him and Amari Cooper on the outside and Gallup working in the slot, that offense is going to be something, even if they don't really have a tight end. Jalen Rager, Chris, it's all I'm thinking Hey, Rager's been good during training camp. You know, he's, uh, Carson has been very happy with him. He seems like they're developing a rapport, and it's been announced that he's going to be the, you know, more likely not going to be the starter along with Deshaun Jackson. 
when uh, when we we get to week one. So it's good that we're not forcing like JJ or I think a white side or somebody like that into the starting yeah, lineup. Hurt. Isn't he hurt? He's JJ's hurt again. Yeah, he's he's hurt and he's not good, and that's not a great combination. What potential? If if I could, if I could make a team of how many people I was so excited for on draft day that just completely stunk, I it would it would be, the names on this list would be out of control. Wait, JJ was on your excited for list. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I was not. I hated that pick so much. Uh, well, that's why you're the draft guy, and I'm the guy that oh. stayed up late watching weird Pac-12 football and got excited about the random guy from Stanford. <laughs> no, well, well, first of all, I was the draft guy like 15 years ago, but at, right now I'm. I know more than the casual fan, but that's as far as I'm willing to go with my draft knowledge. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I just didn't get what he did all that well. He's it's it screamed fake speed to me because he ran pretty well during the combine. It was like a four four six or something, if I remember. And I've watched him play, and he's not that fast. His route running never struck me as particularly precise. He's just I don't get what he does. And honestly, I would argue that Jalen Rager is a better jump ball wide receiver than Ortega Whiteside is, despite the fact that he's four inches shorter, five inches shorter. Uh, honestly, I, I knew it was over when we started to have to pronounce it as Ortega instead of Arcega. That's that's not – you can't do it. I'm out. I'm out on that. That's – Arcega Genesis. For, for four years oh, – I don't remember he was a senior when he came out from Stanford. But he wasn't. For, for – okay, then fine. For three years – he was referred to as J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, and now all of a sudden the day he gets drafted, it's like, nah, 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 Arcega-Whiteside. Well, I mean, he's like, all right, I'm entering this new league. They might as well pronounce my name correctly. I get that. Sure, that's fine. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but it's like it's like if I was like, uh, I go to work, you know, switch, <laughs> switch careers. I walk in, oh, Greg Crone. Uh, sorry, Greg Cron. Cron, the, the E's silent. Like that's I'll call, the kind I'll of call thing. you Cron from now on. That's a uh, done deal. Please don't. I don't. I don't really want that. <laughs> you asked. The, you literally asked for it. No, I was giving an example. Respectfully disagree, and I think the tape will show that I'm correct. <laughs> oh, yeah, funny. it's it's a bad it's a bad situation with uh, our Sega slash Sega Whiteside. <laughs> he's just yeah, he's not good at football. Uh, but who knows. Weirder things have happened. Guys develop. Guys develop at different rates than other people. So, not willing to write them off just yet. But after another year like this one, I'm uh, I'm closer to writing them off than to not. Let's talk about the 2020-2021 AP NFL Comeback Player of the Year over at Bavada. And uh, this is a fun list because I just I like talking about the guys who who still have it, but something happened to them. The leaders in the clubhouse here. Ben Roethlisberger plus 300, Newton plus 300, J.J. Watt plus 750, along with Stafford at plus 750, and Gronk at plus 750, uh, and A.J. Green at plus 1,000. Some weird names on the list. Kepernick is plus 1,500. What does he have to do to constitute a comeback player? I just take part in a National Football League game. Miles Garrett's plus 15. I don't know that I would say comeback for Miles Garrett. Bizarre. Um, Bizarre. Yeah. Alex Smith, by the way, you know, we both are fans of a team in the division that thoroughly hates the Washington Redskins. I am I couldn't be more happy for Alex Smith being back on the field. It's great that he got through what he did. Those the complications from that leg injury were nightmarish. He, you know, could legitimately could have died from the complications of that horrible leg injury. 
I've always thought Alex Smith was a good guy. I'm happy to see him back on the field, even if it means, you know, a, a little bit of pain for Philadelphia. Not really sure I want to see him actually play in games. <laughs> More so based... because he's better than uh, Dwayne Haskins and clearly better than Dwayne Haskins. Yes, but I also think that there's still some physical limitations from the leg injury that I don't necessarily know have full. I, I know he was cleared medically, yada, yada, yada. I get that, but I, I don't know. The, the video they put out was a little... It, it made me nervous for Alex Smith trying to evade a rush. I don't know. Either mm. way. That's fair. And how about... Uh... I, well, I don't. I don't think we're going to be putting money on Eli at plus fifteen thousand at Nevada. But, but how about Trent Williams at plus seventy seven hundred? That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, finally being on a team where he'll actually get to play, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, that was a or weird situation. Play, really. Talking about watching. Well, I understand. Like, he's like, "Hey guys, I have this growth on my head. Is it serious?" And they're like, "Nah, don't worry about it." Turns out it's cancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nah, Trent, you're good, man. Lace him up. Yeah, it's good. Don't worry, man. You worry too much. Probably won't even kill you. <laughs> can I Can I ask why Alshon Jeffrey is on this list? I mean, Deshaun's on the list as well. So it's yeah, just but Deshaun a... played like three snaps last year. Yeah, I what, get did, what did Alshon play? More than that. Alshon Not played much. several games. Oh, several. That's, yeah, I don't, That's, I, I think Deshaun several. Deshaun played one. Several, uh, maybe he came back. He played for two. He played, I believe, two series in that second game when he came <laughs> back. Well, no, that's not true. He played three games because he played the first game, then he got hurt the second game, and then he came back late in the season and played like two series, and then he was done. Oof. So, boom, three games. Oh, well. <laughs> Lawyered. <laughs> oh, man. Another loss for you, Gregory. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey's middle name is Jamel. And Jamel played in okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh I'm not gonna award you a point because we're not mm, it's not active. You almost did. Almost. You almost did. I know, but then I thought better <laughs> of it. Uh, Alshon Jamel Jeffrey did play in ten games last year. Uh, see, I, I told you. Like I like uh, it doesn't make it and and like come back from what? Some you you uh, allegedly were the guy who just kept trashing your quarterback to the press. Like, I don't know. What is the comeback here? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what to tell like you. Like Antonio Brown, that's a comeback. Like, it, yeah, he's Jordan not even Reed, in the league That's right a now. comeback. Joe mm-hmm. Flacco, that's a comeback. Uh, Goskowski, jo- somehow a comeback. Josh Rosen, <laughs> by the way, would not be putting my money on C.J. Mosley on this list for the record. But, uh, yeah, like a lot of these other guys make sense. Keanu Neal tore, tore his knee up week one last year. Like, yeah. Lamar Miller, ACL. Like these Bradley those Chubb. Are guys that make sense. Yeah. yeah. What about, okay, here's a weird one. How about Andy Dalton? Uh, yeah, I could see that. That's fine. If Do they hand that out for holding a clipboard and wearing a baseball hat during the game? Well, I mean, if Dakota gets hurt, uh, Dalton's going to be in a really good position. I, I would argue that he's the best backup quarterback in the NFL, and he is a starting level quarterback. He's a low level starting quarterback, but a starting level quarterback nonetheless. And I mean, he he's played in fourteen games, thirteen games last year. Started thirteen. Like, how is I don't I don't get comeback. If it was, I know it's kind of just been mixed in with most improved, but like, if it was most improved, it's okay. But he played in thirteen games last year. How's it a comeback? It's it's not. It's I mean I guess because he got cut 
and now he's going to, like, it's it's a redemption thing if he gets to play in Dallas. But let me ask you, Chris, you said he was probably the best backup uh, mm. backup quarterback in football. I know a backup quarterback with plus 7,700 odds on Bovada to be the NFL MVP. I don't okay. see Andy Dalton's name on that list, and that is Jared Stidham. <laughs> I'll never get over that. I'll never get over that. That's well, hilarious. Well, I guess we don't really know who the starting quarterback is in uh, New England yet. Oh, they're, they're, they're they're saying it's a competition. It could be Brian Hoyer. He might win. <laughs> get out of here! What a what an insane thing to think. Oh, about, it's so funny. Okay, here's a name that should be on the list. How about Tricky Nicky? Why isn't Nick Foles on this list? He's on the list. Where he's insane. over there? He's plus. Uh, he's, he's over there. <laughs> Plus eight, left column, plus, plus 1,800, right okay. underneath Alex Smith. I see it. My inability to read is really, key, really catching Yo, up with me here. If Nick Foles doesn't beat out Mitch Trubisky for the Bears job, Nick got to retire. No, he, he 1,000% wins that. The, the, uh, I forget who it was, but somebody in Chicago, either the GM or the coach, was asked about whether or not Mitch Trubisky had improved this offseason, and they refused to answer the question. Yeah, but some player just said uh, a day or two ago, that uh, Mitch looks like a brand new person, like a brand new quarterback. Sure. So, what, what does that mean? I have no idea. Maybe he's better. Maybe he's he'd almost have to be because uh, that's a just terrible football player. But <laughs> imagine, you know, you know Foles is going to win this, and I I'm, I sure sure hope he does. Imagine if he if he's like uh, yeah he's just a different football player and he's somehow worse. I don't even know yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> he's throwing the ball backwards. He doesn't just. Know just <laughs> Just absolutely should that player sugarcoated the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah, he, he's total garbage now. He used to just be kind of garbage. <laughs> he came out. He's, he's just throwing backwards <laughs> passes to the left tackle. I don't know what's going on out here. He, he hit, changed everything. Yeah, he hit the guard three times with passes. Today. <laughs> like, how's this even he's, working? He st- he stopped hitting guys in the numbers. Now he just tries to get the ball wedged in their helmet like hot hands from yeah. little giants. His it all comes back to little giants. His <laughs> his strategy is to be the offensive version of Bobby Boucher. <laughs> uh, that's hysterical. <laughs> all right, but nonsense aside, where is uh, where's your money going on this list? I mean, honestly, Gronk's a good story. But you kind of said, you kind of mentioned it when we were talking about MVP. Like, Ben Roethlisberger is like an obvious potential choice. Cam's an obvious potential choice. Yeah. But that Stafford plus 725 mm-hmm. is, that's that's pretty nice. I yeah. Mean, you You're potentially about a guy, stealing from Bavada at that point. Yeah, he's coming off. He's coming off of a pretty serious injury, but he's a guy that no matter who is on the field, he's going to put up numbers. He's got a decent receiving core. I mean, they keep him upright. That's a that's a real shot at, at making some cash. Coming off a serious injury, but also coming off a seriously good season before the injury. In those eight games, he had uh, 2,500 yards passing and 19 touchdowns with, yeah, the, with the Detroit Lions. If only he was a winner, Chris. Not a winner. Uh, well, he is uh, 69, 79, and 1 for his career with that one that one tie coming last year, ironically. Not great, Bob. The internet, only, the internet, like every one of his numbers is good except for the wins. And that's just, you. it makes you wonder why that is. Yeah, it's uh, probably because of uh, he plays for an incompetent uh, franchise. So, well, yeah. let's talk about a not incompetent franchise. It, 
of the uh, the more underdog picks here on this list, as it were, how about T.Y. Hilton at plus 6,600? The only problem there is, is he's got Phillip Rivers throwing to him. What and does that mean? Phillip Rivers can, is a good quarterback, man. It concerns me. It concerns me a little bit that T.Y. is not going to get the ball enough. It, there's there's a lack of usage. Uh, more of the ability, I guess, to spread it around that Phil likes to do, obviously. Tell that to Keenan Allen. Well, yeah, but he, I, listen, as a Keenan Allen fantasy owner for several, I don't know, weeks last year. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know what you're talking about. He He didn't necessarily get enough touches for my liking. And you saw some signs that Phil might be might be on his way out sooner what, rather than later. Was it a, the four, a, the forty six hundred yards passing? No, no. Listen, I like Phil Rivers. I'm not against Phil Rivers. They just he maybe it's winning. Maybe honestly, it may be just conflating stats versus actually being able to win ball games because. Mm. That, that may be where uh, the hang-up is for me in, in being willing to put money on T.Y. in this situation. Because Phil, it was, like, it was like a tradition. Every Sunday, the Chargers would be in some sort of in, insanely close game, and, and Phil is you know has the ball in his hands, a chance to come back, and he ends up throwing a pick or fumbling or something bizarre at the end of the game where they, they don't like, run out of time on like the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. It, it was always crazy. But he loved getting the ball to Austin Eckler and uh, just dominating for me in fantasy. Greg, in uh, his last three seasons with the Chargers, the combination of uh, Phil Rivers and Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen had 159 targets, 136 targets, but that was in 14 games, and 149 targets. I'm not saying he didn't. No, you literally exactly said that. You said exactly that. (laughs) I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. uh, I think that. I guess there's just something that worries me about. Yeah, walk yourself out of this. I'm fascinated by how you're doing. I felt like the accuracy was down, Mm -hmm. and the Chargers were always in trailing situations, so the ball was getting thrown more and more every single game. I'd have to look at attempts and go back. I'm just going based off a feel here, and not the actual numbers. Just going off your gut. Always, buddy. Yeah, and uh, pretty incorrect from the. I got knocked the, the, out of a poker tournament uh, to to just sidetrack for a second. Yeah. I got knocked out of a poker tournament over the weekend, and legitimately, the guy posted in like the little chat box uh, after he just crippled my stack, and he goes, "Yeah, I went with my gut there instead of what the what the percentages would tell you to do." And I guess I was right. I hate now. I, I'm a big gut guy, Chris. Big gut. Now guy. I hate gut guys. I'm out on gut guys. All right. Well, there's that. All right, so we're going to end this pretty soon. But uh, remind me to talk to you about the, the poker thing after we stop recording. Uh, if you, I were to have you place the entirety of your child's educational fund, your children's educational funds, on one player to win comeback player of the year who is five, plus 5,000 or higher at Bavada, who would it be? Um, hmm. Trent Williams. Trent Williams has to be the guy. I think, I think he's got the most value in that situation. The only problem is, is he doesn't play a glamour position, right. and I feel like that's the that's who's gonna who's gonna get. Uh, you know what? Between Trent Williams and and Malcolm Butler, not really sure what Malcolm Butler did to not be, um, yeah. to to be a comeback player of the year. But he's back. But now. I feel like yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. He's back now, so we're in. 
Uh, yeah, that's that. You're exactly right. I think of these guys, there's an outstanding chance that Trent Williams is going to have the best season. But like, what does he have to do to win comeback player of the year as an offensive tackle? He somehow has to figure out a way to do. He has to do more than Gostkowski, who plays like six plays a game. That is. I don't even know who has a better chance at winning it at that point. Goskowski probably does, and he plays a, 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 like a one one hundredth of the amount of snaps that Trent Williams would play in a season. Yeah, and then there's Xavier Howard of the $72 million contract, making him the second highest paid starting cornerback on the Miami Dolphins, behind Byron Jones, making like $85 million. So they, 100, $157 million a corner for the Dolphins, and they're going to stink. So that's <laughs> not a great investment. But uh, for me, my money's on T.Y. T.Y. is going to catch 110 balls and just be a play outstanding football. Yeah, but what is he coming back from? His quarterback retired. He that's was hurt. It. He was hurt last year. Oh, I, I, that's not enough. That's not enough. That's he didn't lit- miss that much time. It seems like- I know because Mikey used to send me Mikey used to send me him doing the T.Y. thing, uh, the touchdown celebration every time his fantasy team scored a touchdown with T.Y. Hilton. Well, T.Y. missed six ball games last year. Yeah, not Ca- enough to deserve comeback player of the year. And yet, I'm guaranteeing his win. That's fine. All right, that's going to be this week's episode of You're Wrong, and here's why. <laughs> for Greg Crone, I'm Chris Forward. We thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.